Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex and one of the most listened to in Texas. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We are going to talk about Mother's Day first. We have some special guests here. Uh, We have a roundtable about the roundhouse, Rogers Roundhouse. So we're going to have a a roundtable discussion about this this new uh, uh, bar and and, uh, food venue that's opened up behind University Park Village in Fort Worth. But first, this is kind of... uh, you know, Mother's Day news bulletin, Mother's Day 911. If you haven't got your Mother's Day uh, reservation yet, Steve, where should they go? Uh, they should get one real quick. I mean, it's this weekend, right? <laughs> well, what about like Japanese palaces open Mother's Day? Is that a good place? Uh, I love Japanese palace. I mean, it's been here a really long time, too. Yeah, yeah. And they have the cooking tables. They have a show. <laughs> I don't think they have reservations on Mother's Day. You go to Japanese palace and Lily's on Magnolia, which never open Sundays. Vance is opening Lily's with no advance reservation. So you can go to Lily's at the last minute. There may kind of be a wait. Uh, there's going to be a list that's on, on dfw.com right now of where to go Mother's Day, or it'll be in the print edition of the Star-Telegram on Friday. Uh, I listen places like the Gardens Restaurant that used to be in the Botanic Garden. It's moved down to Burleson, to the former Southern Oaks Golf Club there. Uh, the Gardens will have their buffet. Blue Mesa will have their huge buffet. They open at 8 a.m. They're running their buffet from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So if you this this is the the latest brunch i've ever seen if you can't make it in time for an 8 p.m brunch you had a really bad saturday night so but 8 a.m that's pretty early 8 a.m early at, all the way to 8 p.m for blue mesa they plan to serve 1400 people at the blue mesa they'll have the upstairs open with the views of downtown the skyline view another lonesome dove has a a mother's day menu and because people don't normally think a lonesome dove uh, they've got some tables left i'm just looking at availability uh, del frisco's capitol grill has some early or late uh, 10 30 1 30 kind of seats uh, waters downtown seafood mercury chop house nice prime steakhouse in the the tower they have some seats available and you know it's really kind of booked up you have to go you're going to have to to uh to keep mom waiting till about two if you want to go to grace or ruth's chris uh, some of these other restaurants any place mm-hmm. else come to mind steve uh, let's see. Well, when you mentioned waters, I think seafood more than steaks for my mom. But, right. uh, but uh, uh, of course, my mom was Chinese, so we went to uh, Chinese Fresh Barbecue a lot, which is open every day of the year. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that 365 days. Acceptable yeah. for Mother's Day, too? Uh, yeah. And, and that's on East Belknap? That's, yeah, right, it is. That's uh-huh. East Belknap in Haltom City. Uh, Cafe Modern, the beautiful Cafe Modern, has a few tables left at 2.30 at the end of the day. Uh, Lonesome Dove is available. Ellerby has some late tables eddie v's has some early and late tables uh, or then you get into i mean pick something like your favorite italian restaurant go down to campisi's it's a you know first come first serve there uh, pick uh, an italian or mediterranean you know someplace prettier that mama like um, the cast iron bistro that's that the cast iron is the omni buffet that's the ballroom that's like 68 bucks for the buffet that's like top dollar mom treatment right there uh, and once <laughs> mom hears that if she's listening that's probably where she'll demand to go and right go imp- impress your mom yeah, take her yeah. to omni cast iron actually has uh, the uh, reservations afternoon for the ballroom brunch that they have there it's the uh, fanciest buffet in town and then you know neiman's late in the afternoon out at uh, out at, at clear fork that neiman's cafe out there is not as fancy as the old hedges was but uh, uh buffalo west the buffalo west 
uh, buffet has some availability. So I'm just looking. There's a few places left to go. Well, let's get on to our <laughs> guests. We have Rogers Roundhouses here today. The uh, and, and I mean, gosh, Tommy Koontz is the uh, uh, kind of the way, one of the brains behind it. Owner, part part owner. Uh, Michael Spangler is the chef, and then uh, Burke Harvey, known as Curly, from uh, Curly's <laughs> Custard in Fort Worth. So we have three guys here from Rogers Roundhouse. Guys, who's doing the cooking out there today, if you're all here? Oh, they all look at each other. This is a podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 Come yeah, on. Yeah, uh, yeah, no visuals in this. Have answer, <laughs> you have to answer questions. We're, we're definitely letting the, uh, the crew run the, uh, the uh, uh, operations right now as we're sitting here. Uh, but fortunately... For us, we've got a great crew there, so they're able to handle things like that. Well, Rogers Roundhouse is uh, its the kind of place Fort Worth loves. It's just kind of a big plain box with a big garage door you open up and sit at picnic tables and drink beer and eat hamburgers. And, uh, you know, there's probably a little bit more than that, but to me it looks like the typical Fort Worth kind of hangout where people really enjoy. It's on Rogers Road behind University Park Village. If you know uh, the, the shopping center where uh, Breadwinners and, and Pacific Table uh, if you know that back door to get to Pacific Table, it's uh, about a block south of that. Or Rogers Road is the back road to Colonial that everybody's known for years and years. So uh, it's uh, – and, and uh, Burke, or one of you tell them about the name Rogers Roundhouse, why it's called the Rogers Roundhouse. I'll, I'll take that. That's um, Burke. So Rogers Road, obviously, that's where we are. 1616 is actually our address. And Roundhouse – is where a train engine goes in to be serviced and then rerouted on a track. Well, Rogers Roundhouse backs directly up to the UP Davidson train yard. So. I mean, literally, it's our neighbor right behind the street. So for years, my office is next door. I heard the trains. You know, I knew somewhere down the line when we bought Grand Air Conditioning Building, which is where Rogers is now, we wanted to do some kind of restaurant. So this is the second train-related restaurant name in that area. Pacific Table is named because it's the Union Pacific, the turntable for the the, uh, the locomotives. So that's that's Pacific Table. You probably thought it was like Pacific Seafood or something. No, it's the Union Pacific turntable, and now we have the turntable and the roundhouse. That's right. And they wanted to be Union Pacific, but they couldn't get the rights to do that. That's right. But either way, we said, you know what, we want to do something here, but what about the train whistles? What about all the train noise? What what about all that? How we can handle that? And we finally said, you know what? Incorporate Let's it. Just embrace it. You put a you put a boxcar in the middle of the patio. Let's just embrace it. And let's even call it Roundhouse. And we said, hey, you know what comes off the tongue really well? Rogers Roundhouse. Let's put a big window so you incorporate the environment, what a train yard looks like. It's really cool, especially at night when you see the lights going behind that window. Um, so that's how we came up with the name. Well, did I underestimate it by saying it's, a, it's just a big uh, you know, patio and bar and a place to hang out and drink beer? You know, tell me I undersold that a little bit. Tommy? Well, sure. I mean, I think we looked at Fort Worth and thought, you know, we'd create a kind of an American style beer garden that um, was kind of a laid back atmosphere, uh, very approachable, simple menu, good prices and, you know, place where people could kind of let loose a little bit. Now, what is the big star of the menu? And I know what you think the big star is. And then I, I know what I think the big star is. But well, Michael. obviously, you know, numbers don't lie. So I'd have to say the burger is the number one star. Yeah, and that's um, a double patty, cheeseburger. All what, American what's the other trick beef, to it? yes. Yeah, and there's another trick to it. It's a Wagyu double patty, and what's on it? Uh, actually, so our Roger Burger, for the beef alone, we don't put any additives or any binders in it. It's just salt and pepper. It's good beef. Um, we, could, we create that crust on the burger so it, 
it, you know, holds in the, seals in the juice on the flavor. Um, and then on the burger itself, we had a signature bakery out of Dallas create a potato bun for us. Um, and now, as I know, we're the only ones getting that bun. Um, so it's especially for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, we created a sauce we call the Roger sauce. Uh, that sauce was, I don't know, three months in the making to create. Um, and along with that is uh, shredded lettuce and pico. Yeah. Now, you don't have to give me your recipe, but like what's, a, what, what's the <clears throat> primary flavor of the Roger sauce? I mean, some of these sauces are mustard, ketchup, relish. Some have horseradish. Some have... Uh, you know, some different... Uh, well, pretty much everything you just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then with some added secrets, uh, you know, a spice blend that we created that actually uh, Pendry's does for us now. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, and, and I like the burger. I thought the beef was really good. I thought I thought your custom bun, I thought I thought the the bun didn't live up to the burger. I thought the oh. bun, the bun didn't quite, you know, carry the burger, I thought, but I thought the burger was good. But what I kind of raved about it, pardon me for taking the opportunity, but I thought the tater tots and the uh, and I know they were just uh, you know that they're not anything they're not house made tater tots you know but the, the, but the the seasoning of the tots and the, probably the fries was it was particularly addictive it was really good yeah so those tots I mean we did tasting on probably what sixty different types of tots yeah. um, and you tasted sixty tots for yes that. yes and we picked the, you really the right put brand some that we wanted it. wow and yeah. and uh, you know and for us you know we thought about doing. You know, tots from scratch, but I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, there's no way we could keep up with it. Yeah, and that's and there's chipotle ketchup with it, or what's the, the there's a no, that's the Roger sauce. That's the Roger sauce that's with it. Tots yes. with tots with the Roger sauce. Okay, yeah, it was it was nice to see somebody. So many places are doing, uh, you know, the, putting so much work into their fries and doing all these hand cut fries and everything else. It was really good to see someone take tots. You know, which I, I know are coming into the house, but yeah. but you have know, special seasoning and special treatment, and and uh, I mean tater tater tots are fun. People like tater tots. Oh, I, kind I, of a throwback. Yeah, no, I'm a uh, big tater tot person. It yeah. kind of reminds me of hash browns, where it's like crunchy, but then it's uh, chewy too at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and it well, kind of brings you back to that that the nostalgic when you were a child. Mm-hmm. You know, all kids love tater tots. Oh man, yeah, that was great. You know, um, I, I my last car, not my current car, my last car was a used car that had been owned by a sonic executive in, in <laughs> oklahoma city and i was so thrilled i was you know like i was getting something up on the front seat there were like two tater tots, tots. On the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> I found like two, two bonus tater tots that came with it that were you know from some previous sonic trip i'm right. sure so uh, and i don't want to make it like it's all about tots okay you've got burgers and tots and what else do we need to talk about um i think two of our other beer sellers now are the uh, chicken fried chicken nuggets um, and then the new hot dog that we just added. The, um, did you see all the stuff this week about the Wendy's brought back the spicy nuggets after this national crusade by rappers demanding they bring back the spicy chicken nuggets because they were the best chicken nuggets? No, I didn't ever saw that, that but was, I know ours was better. It was, it was <laughs> nuggets in the news this week. So, the, uh, so, yeah, chicken fried chicken nuggets. And then, uh, and then do I need to even say how many taps you've got or how many beers you've got on tap? Are, you know, do you even know the number? Well, I mean, I think we have 30 taps, and I think 30, taps. 30 is a pretty good number. It's it's a lot, but it's it's not too much. We've got a pretty good selection, uh, you know, a good number of domestics, but also uh, some local flavor and then kind of some hand-picked uh, brews from around the country. And that's Tommy Koontz, the partner, and then uh, Michael Spangler, the chef, was talking about the food with us. So I uh, want to get back to Steve? the hot dog. You mentioned a hot dog, but yeah, didn't really, you didn't that. really describe <laughs> the hot you dog. You were talking about that, and come right back to that hot dog, because <laughs> yeah, it's right. special, and it's new, and you need to detail it, because it's not just a hot dog. So we, 
originally when you created our menu, we had a chicken torta on our menu, and it wasn't a big seller. People who had it loved it, but we weren't pushing it. <laughs> um, so we decided to take it off the menu. I mean, you could still order it if you want to come in and order it, um, but it's not on the menu. Uh, so we decided to go with a hot dog. Um, and Tommy's um, high school buddy lives in San Antonio, owns the uh, Smoke Shack meat market and creates these uh, you know, pork beef blend on natural casings, um, smokes them in-house, does everything in-house, and then, then we either fly them up or we, he drives them up for us. Um, we haven't really figured out the logistics of how we're going to get like hundreds of pounds up here yet. Um, but with that hot dog, I took a uh, King's Hawaiian sweet roll, um, I think the butter flavor on that is is is, is very awesome. Kings, think, everybody's bragging about their Kings Hawaiian absolutely, buns. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, um, I mean, you, everybody's seen the commercials. So, you know, so this Grandma's hot dog is coming from all over the place. You got some like Hawaiian type San stuff. Yeah, San Antonio beef, beef coming. But, absolutely, you know, everything's being. Um, you know, I, we tried to have our our, our uh, bread company produce it, and it just wasn't consistent with us. Um, I mean, they do an awesome job with the buns that they gave us now, but this is something that we uh, we got from uh ben and keith you know mm-hmm. so um we just stick with that i think the flavor it, it it's a mild really sausage well. it's not it's not overly spicy no, it's not mild. at all not at all and it's it's a beef and pork mix or it's correct a, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a lot of stuff on it too it's got pico and what else so we, we decided to go with a um <clears throat> you know a hot dog that not just a hot dog you know we don't want to just put a dog out because i think everybody has that um we wanted to go with more of a gourmet dog uh, I, in Fort Worth, you know, there's not a whole lot of places you can get gourmet hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So we, we decided to add a little <laughs> bit of stuff on ours. Well, sorry. sorry. Except <laughs> sorry, Curly's. Curly's, Curly's, yeah. Ferg has it at Curly's, yeah. Ferg's yeah. um, <clears throat> so, got those Nathan's Coney Island. You yeah, can talk right, about that yeah. in a minute. <laughs> uh, we, we, we decided to add some, uh, some queso on there, pico, some smoked bacon, um, some chicharrones, queso fresco and avocado crema no, no roger sauce that's all. no 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 that's on a different dog that we're creating right now but that's all good and that, that dog's good and what makes it good is that it's mild it's not it's not overly um, it doesn't just fill up your nose with right spice it's not spicy it's, yeah it's, it's, it's a good how, how big a dog of, is that it's uh it's about seven inches yeah uh-huh. it's, a, it's a, yeah. a standard hot dog or a quarter pound or something uh, like that? no it's actually smaller than smaller, a standard it's hot dog smaller. Okay. it's, it's smaller. a narrow but it, it's yeah i mean that way it holds up a lot of flavor this makes me wonder i mean burke at curly's custard i mean you've got the fourth of july hot dog eating contest is there going to be a double header this year are we going to start at curly's and then go to rogers how you know how's this going to work we very well may you never know i mean i'm kind of running out of room on my patio at curly's so we may just have to shift it over after that and we should and we should talk about curly's for a minute because rogers has some dessert from curly's and talk about that so you know let me let me tell you about that we said why not try this this is a fun little deal ice cream sandwiches You, you know we know we added those um Maybe a year ago, yeah. In conjunction with Black Rooster Bakery, and it's been a great winter at at, uh, at Curly's. And I said, Tommy, why don't we do this? We'll come up with some different cookies, some different flavor profiles, and we'll see if they, you know, if we want to be kid friendly, let's put that on the menu at Rogers and let's see what happens. Now at Curly's, I know this from personal experience many times. You have three sandwiches. You have oatmeal, uh, chocolate chip, or Oreo. With so we always have an Oreo. You always have an Oreo, and then we at have ro- two other ro- rotating flavors, depending what's available from Black Rooster. That that that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, or occasionally, 
when my wife isn't too mad at she'll me, she'll make, she'll some make cookies. ginger snap cookies that yeah. are to die for. Those are really good. They're yeah. really good. No, we asked for the ginger snap because the ginger snap cookie with the lemon curlies is is a is a, a, a excellent comp. It's it's worth stopping traffic on Camp Bowie to get in for there that. There you so. go. But here's but the funny side rare. of this, and I'll give you the quick version. So we said, let's try this and see how this goes. Well, my, my general manager at Curly's, Brad Gardner, is about to kill me because literally I think we're selling possibly more ice, uh, Curly's ice cream sandwiches at Rogers Roundhouse than we are at Curly's. Ice cream sandwiches are yeah, popular. Speaking of that, we need more because we're out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Get yeah. them over there. Get them so some. Tommy keeps going, hey, Burke, uh, we need some more. We're about to run out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, boy, i got to go ask them again. They're going to kill me. See, I look, uh, now you started this trend. I see Sonic come out with ice cream sandwiches now, and everybody's coming with the ice cream sandwich. There well, you go. Steve, you, you like a good ice cream oh, sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Now, does this sandwich have the ginger snaps on it, or what are you – so right now what we have <laughs> is a double chocolate chunk. Steve, Steve's hung up on those ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have any ginger snaps in operation now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe when we roll out Parker County Peach, we could do that as well. Mm-hmm. Peach mm-hmm. and ginger snap would mm-hmm. be great. Let's see. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, Curly's patio. What about uh, y'all's patio? I know it's uh, it around. 80, 90. How many, how many does it see? Oh, my goodness. It, I bet it's closer to 300. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. it's a giant right. patio yeah. with like 10 big tables and some smaller tables and yeah we've got more picnic tables on the way too so uh i mean covered and uncovered patio together that's that's definitely the majority of our space so, so we have all these new patios and we have mm-hmm. the heim patio that you and i right. saw mm-hmm. and, and all we always have the fred's patio and some of those and mm-hmm. i mean this is another one of the big Dude, this sounds, 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 yeah it sounds like a really big patio big, big uh-huh. pa- happening scene i mean <laughs> you know th- this is another big happening patio deal right um i don't even know what i know that kitchen opens at 11 how late do you serve food during the week and on a weekend we're serving food till two in the morning, uh, full menu till midnight, and then kind of a limited menu from midnight to close. What do you serve midnight to close? Just nachos, or you serve burgers or dogs? No, we're doing tacos and quesadillas. Tacos and quesadillas. And funnel cake. Midnight to close and funnel cakes. And now yeah. see, mm-hmm. see, this is beginning to sound like a state for a concession or something. <laughs> now, is, is the stuff you serve uh, after midnight, is this stuff you can also get before midnight, or is this like a special no, thing? Yeah, it's oh, on our okay. menu 24 7. If uh-huh. you're going to go with funnel cake and hot dogs, you might as well use those sausage make corny dogs, too. You know, yeah, it's, it's something you know, that it's, was originally a plan for the menu. Get some of those things rolling. You know, how'd you kind of formulate this? Because it is a big patio with really simple stuff. What I mean, how'd you come up with uh, this idea to, to keep it this basic? Well, I mean, I think that was the idea. Um, as these things kind of materialize, everything gets really complicated. So we tried to start out um, bar menu and food menu as simple as possible, um, see what we could handle uh, with such a large space, um, and then kind of add where we could. Now, um, tell me about Colonial Week. It's going to be your first big test under fire. Uh, how are you going to deal with the crowds and, and uh, the parking? And what are you going to uh, be doing special? What do people need to know? if they want to go to and from Colonial and stop by Rogers Roundhouse. My one Colonial tip, by the way, is that on Sunday, after the tournament's over, after 5 o'clock, you get a free dessert at Breadwinners if you eat dinner. So on the way home Sunday, stop by Breadwinners and you get a free piece of cake or pie. Until then, you can go to Rogers Roundhouse. But what, <laughs> So who's got the tips on uh, Colonial Week? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a madhouse. You know, we're we're about – 300 yards away from the entrance so I, I think my recommendation would be to, to uber on over and 
have a couple drinks with us, maybe go see some golf and, and hit us up on your way out too. You could walk from the trail. A lot of people park in the other part of the river and walk down the trail. Uh, they could cut across to you or they could, um, you know, and then I, I think Rogers is used like as a bus shuttle way too. So it's difficult to to get up and down there, I guess you can in an Uber or something. But oh yeah, so uh, you know, University. Your Village, office is over there. So what's right. it like? I'm, I'm next door, so we yeah. can use all the parking at my office. Yeah, uh, we we aren't open on the weekend, so we'll be good there. And then University Village works with Winifrog. Okay. And and they handle all that, so there 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 will so be places okay? to park. Now, Tommy touches on a very good point. Um, the Uber sure makes it easy, and then, if, you know, the drinking and the driving, you shouldn't be doing it. So if you're going to go to a golf tournament, you're probably going to be drinking. Why not bring an Uber down there? And, and you can literally – see, it used to be that the entrance, to, the main entrance to Colonial was kind of on the west side. They moved right. it all the way to the north. So close to east you. Side. Yeah, as Tommy said, it's 300 yards away. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> so literally you the pickup, the Uber pickup point is close to you. It's on your side of the absolutely. tournament. A- yeah, absolutely. So you can, you can either walk down there and catch the Uber in the cycle, or you can bring, a, bring an Uber to, to Rogers Roundhouse, either one. Uh, yes, sir. The um, and, and how do you think it's going to be this year with the Schwab Challenge? I was just I was just cracking open the food menu and the drink menu. They have a new Colonial Margarita this year. They've reinvented the Colonial Margarita. They have B and B Butchers doing food on site. Uh, I'm kind of excited about some of the food and drink at Colonial this year. What what, what do you expect? Well, I'm not a real golfer. Um, I do know this. <clears throat> Tim Love did it several years ago, and that was kind of the beginning trend of other people uh, doing it at the Colonial. So I didn't even actually know that B&B was, but that's great. I mean, you know, if you can have a good venue and professional golf in a beautiful setting, why not have good food and spirits on course, too? So I'm sure it'll be fantastic. You know, Burke, uh, what's next for you? What's your next venture? Another restaurant, and you own some Jason's. And then is there ever going to be another Carly's or are you expanding the menu there? What's next for you? So let me tell you this. I'm too old to be operating these things, and these guys are better you, at you, it than I am anyway. So I like the little If I'm not too old to eat custard, you're not too old to be served. <laughs> <laughs> I might scoop it. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. But, but the model of why not partner with a group that knows what they're doing yeah. and their core focus is running that restaurant and running it right, whether it's a Curly's or a Rogers Roundhouse or whatever. And then there could be a real estate component to it as well. I like this model. This is our first little test. Tommy and I worked on it for two years. Yep. You did pretty well. To make it all come together that way. But that's what we want to do. We think we think Rogers Roundhouse can work in multiple settings. And and take it to some other places. That's totally our plan. And we will match the design and the theme and everything with wherever we go. If you went close to an airport, maybe you call it the runway. Yeah. So this is what we want to do. And the real estate side of it, obviously, I have a real estate background, too. It goes with that. And, again, I've got my staff in my corporate office that does all the back-of-the-house stuff. So they don't have to worry about payroll, HR, all that stuff. I think you know, I think it works pretty well as a roundhouse. I don't know how much adapting you have to do, but the uh, can you say it's all reminiscent of – the original in Fort Worth, but you know that that's Burke Harvey, part owner, uh, Curly of Curly's Custard, and part owner of Rogers Roundhouse. Uh, Michael Spangler, the uh, the chef. What's next on the food menu? What are you tinkering with? You've already changed the menu twice since you opened, right? <laughs> well, it's always an ongoing thing, and we're always looking for new exciting items. Um, we're still tinkering with our brunch menu items. 
um, you know, right now we're just trying to figure out logistics and how to get uh, more people in and how to, uh, you know, create a menu that's conducive to running our regular menu and a brunch menu at the same time. Uh, you know, there's some things I know, like this weekend I'm going to play around with a loaded breakfast tot, uh, you know, sausage gravy, scrambled eggs, and stuff like that. So haven't really quite worked out the details on it yet, but I'll have it ready by Saturday. Are you, and I haven't been out there for brunch yet, are you in the biscuits club or the muffins club or the benedicts club what well where's right, your brunch falling right Pe- now people say snooze is too heavy on the benedicts and not enough biscuits right. well i was thinking tots benedicts tots yeah. benedicts maybe <laughs> that, that's yeah. a good idea um definitely that you know the biscuits are definitely on the on the uh, upcoming menu um for the brunch uh right now we just want to have three items that we're working with yeah you know the biggest one is is our uh, our waffles and chicken nuggets yeah you know um so that's it's actually pretty good seller for brunch right now mm-hmm. okay thanks um tommy coons tell us what's next what what do you think is coming up next that they don't know about yet well i think they know about it i think what burke said is right i think we uh we found a model we like and we want to keep rolling with it where do you think he's the real estate guy oh okay all right. <laughs> oh, geographically yeah we think this concept can work in all kinds of different places but it's got to be something unique about the immediate area yeah you have and, to have some the, the people around that want to come hang out and at a comfy dive sure it can't be a pretentious area it has to be someplace that likes it kind of laid back you know sitting around having a beer kicking back hanging out sure we like we like west fort worth and there's some things tommy and i are kind of in the very early stages of working on that do have a unique history um in an area that i think is underserved but you know i'm not telling you we're going to go do it tomorrow but i will tell you this you talked about colonial is going to be our first test yeah and in a lot of ways, it'll be our first extended test. But we've had Fridays and Saturdays with lines out the door and our whole place packed. Since these- you opened, you have really, those great big doors that you've got, those great big garage doors, you've blown those doors off some nights, I know. Well, that's a nice way of saying that. Yeah. But I will tell you, these guys, they can flat out, put the food out. They can get the drinks out. They have got it humming and really quick food mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I, I'm making it and getting it out. They've built a great staff. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully, with the team that Tommy's assembled, we could look up and say, why not have another one of these open in the next 8 to 12 months? So I mean, is that aggressive? Sure, but let's go. We've been working on this for a while. People are loving the patios, whether it's the Rustic or the New Heim, or people are loving mm-hmm. patio restaurants everywhere. So if you've got something that works, then, you know, try to have something else on the ground by next school year, next, you know, or at least next spring. It's good to have goals, sure. A lot of things have to come together to make that happen, but I think they'll be ready. I think they, Tommy would kind of look back at me and say, come on, Burke, make it happen. Yeah. On the real estate and the site side, he's ready to go. Okay, well, so I, Mike. I hope you all come back and tell us about it when you get that next plan and that underserved location that I'll start guessing now. So. <laughs> well, do you remember when I saw you? Oh, goodness, what's the restaurant right there at, at uh, Hewlett & Bel Air? And I came over and I said, at Mesomaya? Hey, there you go. Yeah. I said, I'm working on something. It may be a while, but we're really excited about yeah. it. And that was probably, shoot, 18 yeah. months ago? Yeah. Well, here we go. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, it, I'll, it, it was good. That was a good, and that turned out to be true. And I knew you were going to make it happen. I mean, I, you know, I, you know have, have, uh, I mean, besides the fact that Jason's was a good franchise and a good product, I mean, you, you have, have uh, you've just reorganized Curly's and rebranded Curly's enough times to where now you're causing traffic jams on Camp Bowie 
and you know, and you drawn you drawn people to a pretty slow part of Camp Bowie and to get to people up and coming to the point now that I get calls complaining saying how come when you're coming toward Fort Worth on Camp Bowie there's no exit to get off on Camp Bowie how do I know how to get to Carly's it's like you know so it's like you're you're dealing with people who are driving in they'll they'll probably go to the new HEB in Hudson Oaks which <laughs> opened this weekend by right. the way right they'll probably go to the new HEB and then come back and stop for Carly's on the way back all right Tommy Coons Michael Spangler Burke Harvey, Curly, thank you all from Rogers Roundhouse for being part of the Eat Speed podcast. And we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. <laughs>